Hello and welcome to the Paddle School Podcast. Your host and paddle coach Sandy here. Each episode I will share with you my paddle coaching experience, bringing you top tips, latest news from around the world and interviewing some of the leaders in the industry and all to help you play your best paddle. So let's not waste any more time, get comfortable and enjoy the episode. In this episode today, we're going to talk about the preparation for matches. Now, we're, we're talking about preparation for tournament matches, for world championships, for FIP tournaments at the top end. But we're also going to talk about preparation for your social game in the afternoon or if you've got a tournament uh, club league at the weekend. In all of these, you want to play your best paddle anyway. So it's good to try and kind of prepare so that you can do that. Now, obviously, the more you want to win, the better you should be preparing. So we're going to start by talking about how I will prepare um, if I've got a tournament match, either an FIP or, you know, European or World Championships with a match the next day. And obviously, it's not going to be easy for everyone to to kind of copy this because we're obviously there for that tournament. We don't have to work during the day. We've got, you know, lots of flexibility in our time. So I, I don't expect a lot of players to be able to do this. But there are definitely parts that you will be able to bring into your routine in your own matches. Now, to begin with, I, I am notorious for going to bed early and that, and having a match the next day is a perfect excuse for me. So um, I will always go to bed pretty early. Obviously, you know, sleep is important. We don't need to go into this in this podcast, but, you know, a good night's sleep is, is a huge difference. I will wake up and make sure that I am hydrated first thing in the morning. Whether I'm playing my match in the morning or I'm playing in the afternoon and evening, it's really, really important to start the day hydrated. So um, I will always have probably a pint of water, a couple of glasses, and make sure that I eat a good breakfast. Um, all of your match, if you're playing whatever you know the level, is going to be predominantly burning carbohydrates. So I will make sure that I've got um, a good ample supply of carbs in my breakfast. I'm not going to go into necessarily the details of what exactly I would eat, but, you know, along the lines of some kind of eggs, toast, uh, sandwiches, things like that to start off. Now, when it comes towards my actual match, this is really dependent upon if I'm playing in the morning or if I'm playing in the afternoon. I personally prefer to play in the morning and I also prefer to play first match because, In tournaments, often how it works is they say, right, you know, your first match is at 11 and then the next match is following on from that. So you never know if you're playing, you know, second, third, fourth, fifth match on, you don't know your exact start time. And and so for me, I always prefer playing first just because then you can really kind of, you know, be specific with your warm up and your preparation. So once I know my match time, I will kind of work backwards from there and I'll make sure that I've got enough time leaving the hotel to get to the club with plenty of time. And when I mean leaving the hotel, I will make sure that my bag is packed. Now, I recently did a YouTube video of what's in my bag. And depending on where I am, it would include, you know, things like water bottles or sweatbands or caps. And, you know, if I'm playing outdoors, for example, but I will make sure that that bag is completely packed at the hotel before I go to the club so I don't need to be kind of running around and I can just focus on my matches. Now, this can be something that if you're playing a social league game in the evening, you can make sure that your bag is packed in the morning before you go to work. And it's just a routine is, you know, like any other habit, if you can get into a good way of doing things, um, you will feel more organized, you know, kind of feel more free later on when you get to the club. So, 
I will make sure that, that everything's packed. If I'm not playing first match on, I will definitely make sure that I've got snacks in my bag because if I'm playing after a, you know, a three set, two hour match, I will need snacks to kind of keep me going through the day. I don't want to be low on energy. And, and often I've learned from bad experience that, you know, if I'm playing third or fourth match on and I anticipate, you know, my match might be two o'clock, for example, they, it can really drag on and it could end up being four or five o'clock at, at the club. So I want to make sure that I'm not going to run low on, on nutrition. And hopefully the club has, you know, something where you can buy some food, some sandwiches, some granola bars, things like that. But often they don't. So um, it's definitely worth kind of packing that into your bag. Now, after I've packed my bag, I make sure that, you know, I've got, as I said before, enough time to get to the club. And then I will, you know, make sure I get to the club with the view that I want to spend a little bit of time there just kind of soaking up the atmosphere. Now, if I'm playing first match, then at 11 o'clock, for example, I might get there at, at 10.15 or, or, or 10 o'clock um, so that I can kind of have 20 minutes just to get used to the atmosphere, kind of wander around, make sure I, you know, I know where, where things are. Um, and you know, that also leaves me plenty of time to start my warm up. Um, if I'm playing fourth match on after 11 o'clock, you know, which I would kind of roughly say that's not going to be earlier than 3 p.m. because it's, you know, one hour for each, you know, more likely it's going to be five or 6 p.m. So I would really try and keep track of the matches if I can, but if I can't, then I would get there at three o'clock knowing that I would have um, a little bit of time uh, before those games. And me personally, if I get there and I see that I've got another two or three hours, I'm not someone who likes to sit and watch the matches. Um, I will watch, you know, for half an hour and then I'll probably go somewhere, try and kind of go to a cafe, have a drink, listen to some music, take myself away from the court. Otherwise, I feel like I'm kind of too filled with paddle before I actually get on court myself. So that's what I do. I know there's loads of kind of people that have different routines when, when it comes to that. Some people like to play cards or, or to play board games or table tennis, competitive things. Me personally, I like to, to kind of take myself away from the court, relax, and, you know, therefore I'm not kind of too kind of energized, you know, right before the game. And it's a good opportunity to, to relax. If I can find somewhere to kind of stretch and maybe even do a bit of visualization, that's something that is, is really, really uh, good for the game. A lot of people talk about visualization and there's kind of a, a taboo that it's, you know, you need to meditate and you need to know, you know, exactly how to ground yourself and to visualize specific things. But really, if you can find even 10 minutes or 15 minutes before your game that you can kind of go into a relatively quiet place or you can, you know, put your, your headphones in, most are noise cancelling these days, and just visualize you playing that match and you playing that match well. Yep. So hitting good shots, hitting the right kind of, you know, shots in the right direction, shot choices, you and your partner winning points. That honestly will make a huge difference. Even if you're, you know, relatively new to visualization or you've never done it before, just try it. Like I, I guarantee that you will probably play better um, from doing it. And also it's quite a good exercise in concentration because if you can kind of sit there, close out your mind and just focus on your paddle for 10 minutes, that will help you. Um, not only with your kind of shot and your motor control, but also with your concentration and the psychological side of the game. So I will make sure that um, I've done all of those things. If I've got time to visualize, brilliant. And uh, I will make sure that I, I fit that in. And then I will go and check out what, what's happening on my court. I really want to 
be aware within half an hour of when I would go on court because half an hour for me is a good enough time to get a good warm-up in. So if I'm first match on, I will start my warm-up at about 10.30 for 11 o'clock game. If I'm, you know, third or fourth match on, I will watch until the game is kind of at the start of the final set of that court. So, for example, if the match before me is a set and two love or a set and two one, I will say, right, you know, now's a good time to go and warm up. And and it's something that often it happens that you might warm up and then it goes to three sets and then you need to warm up again. Like I would rather warm up twice than not warm up at all and then have to rush onto court. And most of the time you can do a short five or 10 minute warm up, keep an eye on the score and then, you know, know whether you need to, to kind of lengthen that warm up. But most of the time that, 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 that is a good way to do that. And in that half an hour, I will start with um, a little bit of light cardio. Uh, I will do some dynamic stretches. I will do some TheraBand exercises, some kind of strengthening exercises that will prepare me. Usually I like skipping for my cardio. So I'll do the skipping and I'll do some external internal rotation um, exercises with my shoulders. And I will do what's called a runner's stretch, which is, um, you know, you're kind of bouncing, kind of stretching your hip flexors dynamically. All of these, I think I will be making a video shortly on a good physical warm up for paddle, but I will include all of these um, before my match. Now, in an ideal world, my partner will have a similar routine. But as I found that that is, you know, very, very unusual that the players of a, of a high level have the same routine. So I will let them get on with their routine. I will get on my with my routine. And then really, I want to kind of come, you know, together with them five minutes, 10 minutes before we go on court and just, you know, have a start our lines of communication. Because even if it's a partner that you've played with many, many times, it's good just to have a chat and, you know, see how they're feeling today. And, you know, are they feeling good? Do they have a, you know, a bad night's sleep or their shoulders hurting or, or something like that? And also, you know, discuss the opponents. If you know your opponents, then that this is a great time to just say, oh, yeah, I saw this person playing the other day. I think that, we, you know, here is a good area. And you don't need to go into, you know, a huge tactical depth. You just need to start that conversation with your partner so that it's not going to come as a shock when you're on court and you're having that same conversation. For those of you that don't communicate a lot about tactics, this is a, is a really great opportunity just before the game, even to start with, you know, have you seen our opponents play? Or I'm, we're playing this guy. I played him a few weeks ago. You know, this is what I thought. And, and that will really start you off the right way for your game. And then, you know, you can discuss as you go what you think is important to focus on. This can also be a good time to reflect on the previous match. If you're in a tournament and you've, you know, won your first match and you're now playing your second match, you can reflect on, you know, what went well, what things you need to work on. I wouldn't dwell on, you know, mistakes that were made. I would really try and make it finding solutions or, you know, seeing what you can do to improve rather than pointing out the problems. But this is a great time to kind of have that conversation and, you know, really try and develop as a partnership. Yeah. So that will set you up right for your match. Now, this is my way of kind of preparing for those games. And usually in these, I've played with my partner before. So this is something that I know them, I know their personality. And usually we go into that match and, and quite often, but not always, um, you know, either of your opponents or you've played against them or you've seen them. Um, so it would be the same approach if I hadn't 
uh, seen them before. It would be the same approach if I hadn't played with my partner before, but I probably would spend a little bit longer kind of talking to them, making sure we got to the club at the same time. So, you know, at least we could have a little bit of a, a kind of catch up or a downtime before we got into the warm up for our games. Now, if there is a spare court, I will also always try and hit for 10 minutes just to warm up the shots, just get a feeling on court. Um, and that's not always possible. Even at the, the top tournaments, there's not always practice uh, courts available. And, and particularly in, in social games, I know that courts are often booked up. So I know that's difficult. Now, if we're looking at more of your kind of recreational matches or your tournaments uh, at the weekend, so many of these examples you can bring into your game. I mean, the, the bag preparation was, you know, our earlier example, but, but really all of this can be repeated and um, to some extent, you know, you can make sure that you get to the core in time. Now, I know many people are kind of leave work, they rush down to the core and they've got 15 minutes and they sprint straight on court. That might mean that, you know, you should say to yourself, right, well, why don't we book our court half an hour later? Or it doesn't, you know, you leave work half an hour before. You know, very rarely is something immovable that you need to then get onto the paddle court. So that would be my first recommendation is to, to give yourself that time at the club. And when you get to the club, you use it. Like so often I see kind of players coming to the club and, you know, catching up and chatting to loads of different people, which, which is absolutely fine because obviously paddle is a social game and this is why it's going so quickly. And, and that is fantastic. And in that case, you know, do five minutes of that when you get there, but then really focus on, you know, preparation for your match. This is obviously advice if you want to win your match. If you aren't too bothered about whether you win or lose, then absolutely have a chat, talk about what you had for lunch and the weather and everything like that, you know, friends on other courts. But if you want to win your game or you want to prepare as best as you possibly can for your game, then make sure that you start your warm up even 15 minutes before. And that's something that, you know, it's not just the physical warm up, it's also preparing you mentally, getting you in the right frame of mind. And if you can get into a routine, then you will be able to repeat that for future performances. And this is why, you know, the most successful tennis players or, or businessmen or whoever it is that are successful in their craft, they have a routine. Now, whether that's meditation and a cup of green tea in the morning, that, that you don't have to do that. But I'm saying when you come to your game, say to yourself, right, I want to arrive 20 minutes, 30 minutes before my game. I want to have you know, two or three minutes of cardio. I want to do a few dynamic stretches and I want to talk to my partner. Those could be your three objectives before you step onto the court. And that is just a, a kind of simple thing. You can coordinate with your partner as well. And, you know, really it will set you on the right way for that that match that's coming up. And often you will find, and we've, we've done this with some of our students where we say, right, just get your partner, do this, get into a routine, try it for two weeks and, you know, see how it goes. And at the beginning, it can be difficult getting your timing sorted. But all of our students found that once they got into the routine of doing it, they got to the court early, they had more time, they weren't rushed, and they could approach that match properly. And the, the other thing is that they would always say to us, it gave us a leg up in that first set, because often our opponents didn't do that. You know, our, our opponents are doing the opposite or the reverse, where they're rushing onto court, and therefore they're not prepared. So you can often go, you know, a breakup in that first set or, or, or sometimes really even win that first set just by being prepared, warmed up properly and kind of feeling in a good frame of mind for your match. 
So these are some of the ways that, that I prepare. These are also some suggestions for what you could try in your game. But let us know um, either on one of the social medias if you've actually tried some of this or you have your own routine because I'm not saying this one's perfect and everyone has you know something that works slightly differently for them. So um, let us know what is your perfect warm-up routine. And I hope you found this useful and gave you some ideas on how you can prepare for your games. Please don't forget to leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast. It's great to have you guys here and hopefully we will see you on the next episode.